Hey guys, this is uh, Dear Scooter. Uh, we're proud to present, Sleep With Me podcast is proud to present Game of Drones presenting a Napcast. This is just a couple segments of uh, Game of Drones episode towards the end that you might not have heard. In about a 20 to 30 minute segment, perfect length, hopefully to take a nap to. Now it's nap season, Thanksgiving you might not need this nap gas, but maybe, uh, what is it, the cr- crazy uh, buying stuff Friday. You might need it Saturday, Sunday, whenever. Go ahead and tuck it away, you know, for a little mini hibernation, all right? And uh, if this, you're randomly finding this, this is a little segment of the Sleep With Me podcast, the podcast to put you to sleep. You can find it on iTunes, on any podcast thingamajig. Or www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Hello, hello everyone. This is Tolman. Uh, recording in here uh, to tell you another tale of brave serpents. Or to, uh, to pick up on the tale from last time. Serpents and the quest await. Not O O E I G H T, not O eight. Now, Sir Pounce, this tale starts with Sir Pounce, brave Sir Pounce, all of our hero, Sir Pounce. He's in a, uh, Sir Pounce was over across the narrow sea, but he was in a, uh, a, a pub, a pub they call them, where, uh, and yes, I. My father, he was uh, uh, liked to go to pubs when he could. He was the king, so there was always trouble when he would go to pubs. And mother would say, why do we have to stop at another inn, Robert? Robert, you're not going in there. You're the king. You can't go into this dirty, dingy inn. And they would fight, and she would refuse to go in, and they would have to build a tent city on the outside of the town, and then father would go... And he might never come out for two or three days, and Mother would cry, and then she would anger, and she would use rue and, and words that she said, Tommen, Tommen, wow. And then sometimes she'd write a message and say, bring this into your father. Or she'd call in my Uncle Jamie, and then they'd send me away with a scepter, and the scepter would say, uh, put these in your ears, you... You, I, uh, but, uh, so Sir Pounce, he was at a, uh, a pub or an inn, whatever you prefer, and he was, uh, it was across the narrow sea in another land. I'm not sure of the name for, I'm not sure if Sir Pounce said it in a cat word, like round town or something, round town. That's my Sir Pounce. You like that? Round town. And he, and, uh, so he was in that pub. And that was a pub for, they called them expats, people that live from Westeros that were over in this part of the Narrow Sea area and in Round Town, Round, Round, Round. And and there was uh, many boasters there, and there was this one man, Pirate Stevens was this called, and he was a pirate, and he was a loud and belligerent, my, my father a bit, and he was, you know, spilling his drinks and yelling, and he spilled his drink on Sir Pounce, but Sir Pounce, he does not escalate these situations, he takes a breath, he licks it off, 
And he moves on, and this man said, What of it? What a wench, bring me that rag so I can wipe up my drink. And he pointed at Sir Pounce, and Sir Pounce said, I am sorry. Did you just call me a rag? And he said, Who? What? I've never seen a rag talk. This rag must be so dirty. It is infested with some smudging of something that talks. And Sir Pounce stood on the table, and he looked at the man's eyes, two eyes. And he stared at the man, and he said no words. And the man said, what's this? This rag, this stinky rag. He's staring me in the face, and Sir Pounce smacked him across his face. Now, he did not claw him. But he said, how dare you call me dirty? I am Sir Pounce, sir. And I demand an apology. And the room went silent, just like it is now. And everyone held their breath. And then the pirate go, oh, and he laughed and he said, oh, you, I jest, I jest, I jest. But Sir Pounce was not happy. He said, I'll have you've been jesting all night like you're some jester from Jester Town. And I've had it with you and your boasting. And I think everyone here is at it with your boasting. And you, Pirate Stevens, are a boaster and a big fat idiot. And then the ball went silent again in the pub. No, and then the, the pirate, uh, pirate Stevens, he goes, oh, 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 this one. What is your name again? And Sapat smacked him again. He said, oh, I like it. I like the cut of your jib, sir. Sir Pounce. I knew your name all along. I've heard about you. A pirate's talk of a cat that has done much more. He goes, I've heard of heard talk of you, Sir Pounce. Come, Sir Pounce, why don't you boast? And Sir Pounce says, I have no need to boast. He said, well, Sir Pounce, I apologize for my, 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 I've had too much wine and I've been too long with poor people. I've been alone in isolation. That's why I'm acting so boastful. And I'm feeling down. And uh, my, my, my queen, I mean, my, my mate is just not happy with me. And I'm not happy with myself. And I find myself repulsive. And that's why I boast such and swill and make such loud to-dos. And I don't even pay attention to my children because I am a monster. And Sir Pounce said, all I was asking for was an apology, sir. He said, well, I'm sorry then, Sir Pounce, but I've heard such things. Would you, would you honor us with the tale, Sir Pounce, a legendary tale of Sir Pounce and the Quest 08, of how you got a whisker from a female cat in all eight lands of Westeros and traded them for the largest ship a cat has ever owned? And Sir Pounce said, I gladly I will. I'll gladly tell you that tale, you boaster. But tonight I must rest my head, for I have another whisker to pluck. And I, from, a, from another, now, as a side, because I'll tell you the rest of the story soon, I, I said, Sir Pounce, Sir Pounce, you know, what is this plucking of whiskers? This is what you were doing with the cat last week, rolling around in the garden saying, rah, rah and saying it sounded like so scary, like you were hurting her, and 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 like something terrible was happening. 
and your eyes, Sir Pounce, they were mad with madness. Is that what plucking the whisker is in Sir Pounce? It exactly. You see, a cat needs to pluck a whisker every once in a while, for it is a way that a cat clears his mind. Like, well, Tom, and remember the one time they uh, gave you those cookies, and you acted all crazy, and you knocked everything over, and you ran around screaming, and you took your clothes off, and then you ran into the, to the, you ran into the giant candles and burned the uh, tapestry down, and everyone said, "What? No more sugar for Tommen." Well, that is what. Uh, 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 there's a madness that affects cats like that, and plucking a whisker is the only way to do it. And so, when I tell this tale, yeah, it's a plucking a whisker, but it's only a saying, Tom, and it's uh, just a way that cat, uh, cats uh, play in a certain way that humans can never do. Well, Sabounce, I was thinking, though, I've seen Mother and... Oh, no, 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 don't say anything more, Tom, and do not. I do not know, especially if it involves your uncle. I want to hear no more about it. Tom, and Sir Pounce is here to help you, but some things... You must push down. Tom, and you know when you feel strange inside? Yes, Pounce, I do. Well, you know how sometimes you just instinctually push that so far away from you because you're afraid it'll you'll drown in it like the narrow sea, like a bucket that Joff throws you into? Yes, Pounce, I do know that. Okay, this is another thing you're just going to have to push, push, push down and try to forget about. And if you... If it starts to creep up, just bite your lip or something. Okay, Tommen? Just forget it. And I know it will hurt you. And someday we'll figure out a way to deal with it. But you're too young. And Sir Pounce doesn't even... I need to go to school for like eight years. And I don't even think they'll let me in this school to learn how to do it. But that, Tommen, is... Uh, well, 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 you know. So that was it for uh, understanding that. So soon, next week maybe, we'll actually start the tale... Of Sir Pounce and the Quest Await. How does that sound, my friends? Thank you for coming. Thank you for listening to Tom. And I was sad, so sad lately, and I can't remember what. Oh, Father's gone. Oh, yeah, Father's gone. Joff is king. <sighs> Sir Pounce, Sir Pounce, please sit on my lap so I may pet you. Okay, good, good day. I'm going to pet Sir Pounce. Ramen town. That's my Sir Pounce. Oh, Tom, wrap me, wrap me, Tommen. Okay, Sir Pounce, I will. Rank rule. Hey, gods, it's me checking in. Crone, sweet Crone. Miller, Smith, Barky, Jester. I'm just dialing you guys up on the prayer phone here. Well, you guys don't know what phones are. Uh, it's just, it's me. I don't get. You guys don't know what phones are, so. But it's me, uh, your buddy here, uh, praying with all my heart, my stuff, uh, call, um, you know, humbling in to uh, let you guys know what's going on. So we've probably been observing everything and shot in town, was, was stable, and uh, we, we, we ceased, we got enough supplies, I thought, to stop uh, the highway robberies. With the witches that I made up, which is a Eastwick or West, uh, which is a Westwick, I think we were calling them. They try, you know, what's kind of creepy is that um, 
couple of witches were trying to come in my tent at night when I was sleeping and climbing my bed. And I said, no, you guys don't understand. I'm just being nice to you. I don't want anything. I'm being nice to you for the God and goddesses that I praise, old gods and the new. Not uh, to get, you know, and I said, oh, no, no, we don't care what you want. We, uh, I said, okay, we'll just get out. So I don't know if that's you groan. I hope you don't feel rejected. Uh, but uh, it was just, it's nothing personal. It's just about professional boundaries. And I don't think any of them were the maiden. If they were, I probably would have lowered my boundaries. But uh, so we had some um, other piece of good news. I don't know who, which of you gods is behind it. We had these uh, a bunch of ladies show up. I think there's some kind of nuns. That's what I call them. I think maybe I'm not sure I understand the difference between like with your uh, lance here, like the difference between a sep, like a nun, and uh, like a uh, like a old, old lady that's just in charge of kids. Um, we don't usually dress them the same. It seems like you guys dress them. So a bunch of ladies with stuff over their hair showed up hair covering, which to me is a nun. I call those nuns. And uh, what's funny is that most of them are older than me, but now with all these old people or older, wiser folks around, they they seem young comparatively. Uh, so I thought that was interesting for a little while. I was like, whoa, man, like, uh, hey. Uh, and then I, you know, I was a professional boundary thing, you know. It was like, what are you thinking, dude? Come on. But then I was like, well, man, you know, I'll never know. I like that one there. Um, but I know I had a job to do, so that's why I'm calling. So this alderman, right, the, uh, Clegane, Bolton, alderman, we're calling him down in this town, which I'm going to call Ratface Town. That's what I made up for it. So I told the witches, I said, um, you know, witches, I've been thinking about it because uh, there's probably words gotten back to this town. It's the closest one, uh, Alderman. So uh, I said, you know, let me, uh, there's some like fancy suits. This one time we robbed this tailor's truck. It must have been fancy stuff. So you should have seen me. Oh, crone, you would have been, your heart would have been pitter-pattering. Maiden, I know. What's up? Uh, and I, I know I must have, oh, back to the Jets. You guys must have got my prayer about that. I know George R. R. Martin's probably not happy, but uh, I guess he doesn't have to, you know, he'll be working more writing, hopefully. But so, yeah, I get in all these, like, I had, like, multiple layers of garbs on. I looked like something out of a freaking, like, uh, oil painting, like uh, like some duke with, uh, I've been, I don't know, I can't, those are the Dutch masters that used to paint that crap or something, but uh, like a Van Holstein, I don't even know. But I had, like, I had, like, a poofy hat had chains, poofy shoulders, had a cape with uh, fur trim. So I know you asked you guys for those boots with fur trim, but I had this cape with fur trim. I looked. I was calling myself the Burger King. Of course, no one got it, and I know you guys didn't get, don't get it because the, some of the stuff was orange and reddish. But uh, and I was I had um, one of those uh, uh, what is that called a septon or a, like a thing. Like it looks like a, a magic wand, but it's bigger. And I was like, we have it was it was hilarious, and we made these things kind of like marshmallows one night. Some s'mores. I was telling the different because they were uh, um, dried fish with uh, crackers and cheese, but I was calling them s'mores. 
and whatever. We had great times. But so I get in this rich person's suit, right? And then I roll into town and I cover myself in mud. So shame that I had to do this his clothes and I crawl into to rat face town. And I'm like, uh, I'm like, people are like, well, they see him out. Now, people are like, I didn't realize, man, how uh, astute people are, but also how judgmental they are. So they see me, and then they smell me first, like, a couple people to make sure, like, to see if I'm, like, uh, a crazy person, I guess, or some sort of, like, um, degenerate. And then they see that I just smell like mud and my face a little bloody, and they're like, what happened? I'm like, the witches got me. And then they're like, well, you heard the witches just threaten people. And I was like, I refused to, uh, to um, I don't know, give up my stuff or something. I can't remember what I said. I said, you know, ah, and they, you know, so they said, what, what did they do to you? So they tied me up, and they, like, tortured my toes. And they, what does that mean, torture your toes? I'm like, do you want me to show you? Oh, no, no. Like, it's horrible. And uh, I said, it's worse than the things I've seen. Like, they change shapes and, and uh, you know, they threaten me and they scare. And they said they're coming to this town to get all of you. And the people were like, what, what? And they carried me into this pub. And they, you know, fed me food. And they said, well, who are you? I said, I'm, uh, I said, I'm, uh, oh. I was, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not feeling good. I'm uh, turkey like Joe. And they said, turkey like Joe. I said, oh, that's my nickname. I said, you know, see, I got these stockings. They're all muddy. If you saw my legs, they, uh, my legs look pretty good now But you because know, I've been walking. But I used to look like turkey legs back when I was living this. You know, I used to be, uh, I'm not a lord, but I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, you know, a head of a manor. You know, I have my own manor back, uh, I mean, you know, at the the Fizzle Isles. And they said, the Fizzle Isles, we never heard of that. I said, yeah, well, you probably haven't because you're like a pleb. And they said, well, what's a pleb? I said, oh, that's what we call um, uh, people that never heard of the uh, Fizzle Isles. But, yeah, I have a manor there, the second largest manor. The first largest manor is, you know, r- you know run by the lord, you know, one of the lords. They said, well, which lord? I said, uh, Lord uh, full, full Staff, Falstaff. Well, yeah, Lord Falstaff. And I said, well, is this you? And I said, well, yeah, no, I, the witches have got me all, my mind's boggled. I think they had some mind-boggling spell. And I said, you can bring me, a, you know, bring me another plate of food. They did. And then uh, I was distracted because, to be honest, like, now all the women in this inn were, uh, like, I was pretty much uncontrollable, I'll be honest with you guys. So I said, um... You know, we got to come up with a plan, and you know, I'm just so rich, and uh, and uh, you know, I just I'm so misery. I just need a, I'm a, I, I you know, and the, uh, I said, you know, I, I I tried to you know find out they've been stealing stuff from all you people, haven't you? And they're like, oh yeah, they have, they have. And I said, oh, and I, uh, and I said, uh, and they said, well, what do you do for a living? I said, uh, oh. And I said, well, well, I said, I'm a brothel inspector. And they said, what do you mean? I said, well, you know, in the Fizzle Isles, our lord there, the lord of the greater Fizzle Isles, he likes to see a brothel to be inspected. And we were friends. We grew up together. So he said, uh, hey, I'll, I'll put you in charge of this, and I'll pay you a bunch of money. And you just make sure all these brothels are running the greatest. Like, Fizzle Isles has the best brothels in the world. 
So, uh, you know, no doubt about it. Everybody knows that, except for people that don't know anything. And some of the men are like, oh, yeah, yeah, trying to act like they know. And uh, so, yeah, that's what I've been. I'm actually a brothel expert, believe it or not. And then, so I got some people's interest. I said, listen, I got to rest. I've uh, been, you know, whew, but uh, it's been a while. Uh, you know, you, would you guys have any brothels? And they say, oh, yeah, we got, this guy's like, oh, I own one of the brothels. A couple people, there was a couple of off-duty um, workers there, too. And I said, you know, well, I'm not really interested in that. You know, I've been, you know, like I said, uh, you know, it's like I don't want to. And the guy's like, well, why don't you come by, you know, and just meet everybody. And then a couple of the women were with them. And I said, well, you know what, Iron Isles, we don't exploit, you know, I don't know how fair you run things there. So, I don't know, maybe I just meet some people, uh, you know, why don't you take off? Because usually people are more honest, uh, women that work there. And, you know, I can see what you're up to, but I'm not, you know, it's not, we don't have the same Lord anyway. And uh, so don't worry about it. And, uh, you know, but, yeah, and so then I met some of the women that worked there. And like I said, God, I'm sorry, but uh, selfish time came over me. It was like literally like I could not think straight. And then there was these lovely ladies. I'm not going to, you know, I keep them on the down low and I won't tell, I'm not going to say another word, but it was nice. Oof. I mean, I was in brothel inspected as in the in room at the end. But it was also part of, I mean, the brothel sex stuff wasn't my plan, but uh, that was a bonus. I was surprised it worked, to be honest, but I was surprised the witches of Westwick. But so then the next morning, um, I get up, and uh, unfortunately, I had to put back on my clothes because, and they were like, now they were dried mud, so that wasn't good. And then word had reached this alderman, Clegane Bolton, so he wanted to meet with me. And uh, so then I was like, uh, I go down, I eat breakfast at the end, people are all cool. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I think these witches are just out against you. This, this alderman, this guy who got run in your town, uh, but maybe I, I was like, you know, I'm pretty brave, too, in addition to inspecting brothels. So maybe I'll go back and solve this witch stuff for you guys. Do you think or do you think this alderman you got's brave enough to do it? And they said they laughed and they said, well, we'll send a bunch of, you know, mercenaries to do it. And I said, well, you know, I'll talk to him. So I said, uh, uh, I went down to meet the alderman and somebody's like, uh, you know, before you meet with him, you should change because he's really uh, hoity toity judgmental and easily he's easily distracted so if he sees you in those muddy clothes so they sent me over to this tailor now this was a big big mistake because i get over the tailor he's like oh those i made those clothes and he gets all and he's on to me and uh so then i'm like i try i'm like well yeah no i the the witches put this clothes on me because we were i was you know i'm a brothel inspector i don't wear clothes like this and uh he was still on to me so then uh, I was like, well, I, I was like, you know, I got to mute the, so I don't think he trusted me. So he gave me some new clothes, though, but he's still looking at me. So I sold him out. I said, you know, that guy works for the, those witches. They told me about him. He, uh, that's that uh, Taylor guy. He made all those weird dresses for him. I think he worships witches. Unfortunately, I feel bad because they, you know, that guy, they did some, you know, like, burning type stuff but I'm sorry about that gods I don't know he didn't seem like that great a guy 
So then I met with the, I, I'm scheduled. Then uh, I go and meet, so then I go meet with this uh, you know, alderman. And his assistant comes out, this total, you know, loser. And he's like, oh, the alderman wants proof that you've been with these witches and you know that, you know, if you're going to come up with a solution. And uh, and he also wants proof you're a brothel inspector. I said, you want proof, man? I got, I had a suitcase full of skins. Hey, you know, brothel inspectors, we wear skins. He's like, what's that? I was like, you know, STD. And, uh, I said, don't worry about it. I can't, I don't need to prove uh, that I'm a brothel inspector. Just ask around at, uh, you know, because you know, the least satisfied women are going to be, you know, brothel inspector. You know, I got to be quick, man. So ask some of the women and you know, you'll find out because I got to, you know, do it a lot. So it's like real fast when I do it. Like a, almost like a, they don't notice. I, oh boy, I noticed though. So you know, you know that's proof that I'm a brothel inspector. If you've ever known a brothel inspector, they call us the you know, quick you know, don't worry about it, quick whatever you understand, right, buddy? And he's like, I don't think he understood, but I think he, it was one of those things he got it later. And they said, okay, I'll bring back some proof for the witches, but just so you know, they're probably going to get madder at this alderman, and you're his assistant, so they're going to ask me who I talked to. I'm going to tell him you. He's like, oh, don't tell him me. Please don't. I said, well, that, wow, you work for the alderman, so sorry. So that's it. That's like the latest update, guys. I'm back. I'm trying. I'm going to think up something. One last thing. And I'm going to get this guy. Don't worry. Real, like, he's toast. And he's already shaking his boots. I'm going to go. I got an unofficial couple. There's two, two, three brothels in this town, so... If you guys don't want me to do that, just send me some sign um, or not, or not. And, you know, Maiden, if you're jealous, sorry. Uh, you know, and just so you know, Maiden, I'm acting with this, you know, performance stuff. So, you know, to keep up my rep as a brothel inspector. So, you know, if we're hanging out, Maiden, it's not going to be like uh, that brief, maybe. I mean, we'll see. So as the gods, I'm glad glad to be talking to you. Thank you for listening, Maiden. Oh, yeah, I'm not praying to you, baby. Uh, Crone, sweet, sweet Crone, Miller, Smith, Barkey, Jester, I'm on it. I'm on it to, you know, bring glory to your names and stop this violation of the Crone's people. And this will be resolved soon. Uh, thank you for this opportunity. And I'm all praise and glory and subservience. This is, I'm checking out. Good night.